just don't touch anything. Today. Fucking windy as fuck, isn't it? Ridiculous. <sighs> use this you, you can use this as the sound marker. Not a fan. Yeah, that's, a, that's actually a great shout. <laughs> he also stopped whatever he was doing. I'll start using this, actually. It could be, could be useful. <laughs> For a variety of things. Yeah, to make him stop, just click it. <laughs> Alrighty, welcome to uh, this episode of the Liverpool Strength Podcast. Uh, I'm Martin Kimberley, joined by Odin, who's just having a chill, and big bad James McPhee. How's things, James? Not bad. Had a fresh trim before. Mm. Ears lowered and all Sh- that. Show the YouTubes. <laughs> Real committed to that Viking look. I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's a Yeah, no, well, I've got it. May as well try it. Right, absolutely. Like... <laughs> I cannot give anyone shit for the hair because, as I was saying before, like um, the front and the back of my hair are having a race for who can get to the middle first. So, uh, yeah, I can't really give anyone shit for terrible haircuts other than ones that are like objectively absolutely terrible. But yeah, I like it, mate. Nice. I like doing all the haircuts with like the. Uh, yeah, this the, is the thing at the, the front. Deal on yeah. the front. <laughs> you know, like best football in the world of, like, of all time, so you can mm. probably get away with it. Yeah. Absolutely. David Beckham's mohawk. <laughs> that was fucking terrible. That was a terrible haircut. Um, there was a guy playing for playing rugby for someone the other day, and he literally had... It was like the opposite of a mullet, where, like, instead of it being, like, shaved down the sides and long at the back and, like, a bit on the top, it was, like, it was shaved on the top, but, like longer at the sides and a big fuck off clump at the back i'm like what is the point of that like just shave your hair like that's what i was saying to you before isn't it like as soon as i start going properly bald i'm just gonna shave it off because be ass trying to fucking buy a wig or whatever (laughs) just glue it on go to turkey and get one of them hair transplants Anyway, uh, yeah, welcome to this uh, episode of the podcast. We've got a few things we want to talk about, uh, but first of all, how's training going, James? Meh. It's gone right this week. I haven't really felt like training. I don't know why, mm. but I'm still hitting, hitting the numbers, doing still what needs getting to be it done. done. I think that Just that's chip, like... Chipping away. It's sort of that, um, that time between uh, like Christmas and summer that's essentially like the Tuesday of the year, like where it's like a bit of a pointless time. There's nothing major really going on. There's nothing not major really going on. It's not quite warm enough to bowl around in shorts and a t-shirt all the time. Yeah. And it's not that cold today. It's like windy as fuck. The last few days has been terrible. Um, and so it, it, can, it can kind of lead to like the point of what you've just been saying, like feeling, well, I can't really be arse training because I'm the same. Like, it's essentially just do what you can right mm-hmm. now. Get the majority of things done because it's better than 
fucking doing nothing. Never do nothing is. Also, I am in the prep for a comp. I've got that coming up. Yeah. That's like my kind of summer goal. That's like still, still a way off that though, isn't it? Like yeah, it's like June. ten weeks. June or July? June. June. It was like the twelfth or something like that. I think twenty second. Twenty second. Was mine like the twelfth? That's like the twelfth or the eighteenth or something. Like that. I don't know. I probably should, probably should check that. Really, I don't want to turn up on the wrong day. <laughs> Which uh, coach Dougie actually did that? Uh, it was only Manchester though. When uh, Big Cole was competing, uh, I told him it's the Sunday. And Doug's like, no, I don't think it is. I think it's the Saturday. He's like, no, I'm pretty sure it's the Sunday. Uh, so you might want to check. And he rocked up. I got. I was like playing rugby, so that's why I couldn't go. Like, <laughs> he rocked up to Manchester. Got there and was like, there's no one here. Like, uh, is it definitely today? I was like, well, yeah, I told you to check. I told you it was Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Just adamant it was Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Should probably check that out, really. Because um, I don't want to be setting off on the wrong day or making wait for the wrong... For a week, week early or a that. week late. Yeah. I'll be gutted. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Another week to go. <laughs> yeah. Get your food ready to eat since after you wait in. And you're like, oh shit. <laughs> so anyway, one of the things that we wanted to talk about today is so I'm not 100% sure if it's uh, just in England or if it's in the whole of the UK. Um, but what something that's recently changed, and I'm pretty sure that it was looking at the date, is the. Seventh today. Um, it's now mandatory for the amount of calories in foods to be put on menus uh, when you go out to places to eat. And so I thought that that's like it. It raises an interesting debate, or well, an interesting not really debate, like more of a discussion about what some of the potential benefits of that are and what some of the potential pitfalls are so first off um do you think that generally speaking that's a good idea to have calories on um, um, on menus yes why because obviously it can give you an idea of like how much you're actually having because mm. a lot of people tend to like the average person tends to overestimate how much they're, they're actually having like we ask them to write it down they'll mm. be surprised how much they're actually consuming all the day. Mm. Sort of that whole, I'm in a deficit, but I'm not losing weight. Yeah. You're probably not in a deficit then, are you? Like, the whole, like, oh, like I'm, I'm eating healthy, mm. like, I'm, I'm, but I'm not losing weight. Mm. Could still be, like, having a thousand calories in, like, Excess salad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, thinking it's not that many when it actually is. I think some of the main kind of concerns that the people have had um, and this is like speaking very generally, and it's obviously a sensitive topic. So I want to be like obviously very like sensitive to like pe- obviously people's feelings. But I think a lot of like, the sort of pushback on this is from uh, people who've had like be- had obsessive uh, eating disorders, which is obviously it's like me. Some, well, yeah, exactly, yeah, and that was something that I was gonna going to sort of elaborate on a little bit um obviously getting your point of view that you think it's a good idea is is obviously quite interesting um but yeah if people who've had 
maybe obsessive eating disorders in the past where they can't get past the like sort of calorie value of a food or it's like it's going to trigger them or whatever sort of reason there might be to be against having them on a menu. I mean, that, that's kind of fair enough. But my kind of, my pushback on that is I don't think that this was intended to like malign uh, a set of people who've suffered from eating disorders. Like I, I genuinely, genuinely believe that this, if it's not, it should be, uh, is part of perhaps maybe a much bigger initiative to like educate people about what food actually contains. So if I elaborate on that a little bit further, like obviously all calories contain, all food, sorry, contain calories for the most part. Um, and all the calorie is, is it's just a unit of measurement. And that's how you can determine when you eat too many, you're gonna add unwanted body fat. If you don't eat enough, um, then you're gonna lose potentially body fat and weight. And obviously there are extremes to that and being sensitive to uh, to those like sort of people who have suffered. And obviously it's a terrible thing to suffer from a fucking eating disorder. Like no one should have to have an awful relationship with food. But I feel like just slapping the calories on a menu without any context or without any sort of initiative to like, you know, go into schools and actually educate children on, okay, this is what a calorie is. This is what macro macronutrients are. Um, if you eat in an excess, in excess of what your body needs, it could potentially have, uh, it could potentially have, uh, ill health effects. Similarly, if you don't eat, eat enough for what your body needs, that's going to have ill health effects. And that's not from, like a muscle building or like a, a sort of aesthetic point of view. I'm talking about that more from just a general health and well-being point of view, that being able to have an idea of how much you're eating, that can only be a good thing. I mean, the thing that triggers me more, and obviously I don't want to joke about this too much because obviously eating disorders are a very fucking serious thing, but the thing that triggers me more than than seeing a calorie amount is usually seeing the price of things. <laughs> I get the most calories for your money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, calories per pound. <laughs> like, I don't know, do, like, do, do you agree with, like, kind of, of that point? Because I don't want, I don't want to come across like I'm, like, wagging a finger at anyone. I think it's more because, like, after the pandemic, led to a lot more like majority of people who are admitted to hospitals were like obese. Mm. And that's always been it's like a, a health issue in the UK, isn't it? Mm. Obesity. Yeah. And like just looking at the numbers here. Where has it gone? Well, even like here's twenty percent twenty percent of six year six children were classified as obese. Mm. So they're like eleven year olds that are obese. I mean that's pretty crazy to hear. Um Yeah, like there's 28% of adults in England are obese and a further 36.2% are overweight. It's like one of the, I think, one of the heaviest nations. That's pretty crazy, that, isn't it? So I think it's more so aimed towards that. Like, yeah. 
like, like, like gives pandem- context to it. Yeah, like throughout the pandemic, there was no push for being more being healthier, being more yeah. active. Yeah, which was yeah. shown to help recover from the the CV. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't want to say the words to get yeah, podcast right. like, get the shadow <laughs> shadow bands. <laughs> yeah, shadow band. Yeah, no, that that I got, that's... I look, at, look at numbers here, like this. this these, these are all from twenty twenty. There was an increase of 23% from 2017, 2018. And there were 711,000 admissions just from obesity. Yeah. That's pretty crazy because it's like, it's it's either the the high, the thing that costs the NHS the most, or the it's like second in like a, a league table of things. Um. So it is pretty interesting that if we say that, okay, obese, solving an obese, like, because let's be honest, uh, we've been in an unhealthy, uh, an unhealthy eating slash obesity pandemic for probably the last it's 10 years, I would say. It's been getting gradually worse and worse. And the, I mean, I'll hold my hands up. I put a shitload of weight on in lockdown because. Like, <laughs> your, your days just like, your day just stopped, didn't it? Really? Yeah, just daily activity. Sat, sat at home. Instead of doing, like, on average, what? Like, maybe 10,000 steps, coaching in the gym, demonstrating exercises, fucking doing warm-ups and stuff like that. You'd be able to have lions. Sat behind a laptop, yeah. talking people through through how to train. And obviously, that's, like, that was our job. That was my job type thing at the time. But I could see that it was having, it was definitely having a negative effect on yeah. my mood. Um wanting to do other things and obviously like stress stress levels as well so yeah i, I, I gain weight in lockdown like i literally wake up i do me online stuff in like the same room turn around squawkers behind me <laughs> I'd, I'd like train and then my playstation was set up like the other <laughs> side of the yeah. like it was dining table and sergey was the gym and the other side of the table was um a sofa, a sofa from the telly, so that was, that was PlayStation. Mm. It's like work, gym, FIFA, and the kitchen was just next door, so I was like, <laughs> move like right front steps, yeah. <laughs> no, I, th- I, I think it's like an interesting thing because, yeah, I mean, we want to be, want to be very conscious of the. Uh, <clears throat> the people who have unfortunately suffered from uh, eating disorders. Like I'm, just, like I remember thinking back to college where I was sort of in the midst of my eating disorder. We did like a had to put together like what we'd have from like McDonald's, mm. whatever, and like going through the calories. And all, I I picked out like I wouldn't say like the lowest calorie options, but like the the healthiest options. Like it was like grilled chicken, diet coke, yeah. like. Like the small fries, mm. and like, so yeah, like that. I was trying to think now nah, what I'd think back then. Like it's it's hard, <laughs> <laughs> but I can see it like that way. Like looking for like the lowest calorie option. Like people with eating disorders can see one thing and like panic because it's so high. Yeah, yeah, and then be like, what's and fucking else? what's in inverted commas better? Yeah, yeah, for like. For that amount. Cause like I'll, I'll, I'll try and do it again now if I can get it up on the McDonald's menu. 
Um, why, why I picked, obviously it was Diet Coke, because yeah. health. <laughs> um, I mean, I, th- I think that as, as well as like giving people the information that, um, that all the calorie is, is a unit of measurement, giving them like context behind, all right, you can, you can gain, excuse me, you can gain weight through eating McDonald's, but you can also lose weight eating McDonald's if you don't go over that calorie threshold. I think that's like, that's an important point to remember. But giving people the context that if you sit around and eat McDonald's all day, you're probably not going to feel great because you're going to miss out on quite a lot of nutrients that your body needs to feel good. So I think it's 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 got to be a whole round, like bottom up or top down process, whatever you fucking want to call it. Like it's got to be an all encompassing thing that it's not just here's the menu, here's the calories, fucking pick the lowest one. Like, and if it is intended that way that, okay, we've solved the obesity crisis now because we put the calorie amounts on menus. I don't think that's, that's not cool either because people aren't going to learn anything from that. Like, Oh, yeah. You're not going to learn anything from knowing that there's a thousand calories in one meal compared to another. Yeah. Like, although that is the overall, the energy balance equation is a principle. It can't be changed. So the method by which you want to make progress in one direction or the other, even if you're happy with your with your body right now, um. You need to be at your maintenance calories, so you need to be eating roughly the same every single day to stay the same. Um, and so not having any context behind the, the numbers on the menu, it doesn't really make sense. Like, it doesn't... F- if it is, great. If it's not, um, then I think there's some serious issues that need to be addressed, like... Right? How do we teach kids that foods are made up of fats, proteins, carbs? Um, how do we teach them that um, eating a gram, a gram per pound of protein every day is generally what you need to to hit to maintain good health, overall good health? How do we teach them that fats are important for like hormone production? How do we teach them that Carbs, uh, a great en- a great source of energy, like yeah. Cause like speaking of that, like on this McDonald's nutrition calculator, all it shows is that it shows the calories, the fats, saturated fats, mm. sugar, and the salt content. Uh, Doesn't show like the protein, the carbs. Yeah. Like, do the two that you need. <laughs> Fiber. But yeah, for my for my meal for the small fries, chicken legend with barbecue sauce, and diet coke. 722 calories, 26 fat, 2.7 saturated, 8.8 sugars, and 2.11 grams of salt. 90 grams of carbs, and 29 grams of protein. That's not too bad, is it? I mean, no. obviously. But now for me, that wouldn't touch the size. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but like back then, I'd be, I would have been like terrified to eat it. Yeah. It was, it was my, McDonald's. So it was I think, like I think that's like yeah, because because it's, it's associated with yeah, it's fast food. I'm like yeah, oh. with not with not being healthy. Where 
I think back then I was like half a while I was consuming in a day. <laughs> I was like under eating a badly. Lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it, it, it is an interesting one because there are pros and cons to it. Yeah, um, it can be really like mess with your mind, can't it? But obviously for those that track, because like I used to, I don't do as much now because I don't really care that much. <laughs> but like I'd look at the menu beforehand <laughs> Yeah, you can like track it beforehand, and then you yeah. can plan your day around it, mm. rather than just being have day as normal. Sort of think fuck it. Out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some some restaurants, a lot of them before this was announced already did it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a, a load of places did it already. I mean, like McDonald's been doing it for where was I in college? Ten years ago. Well, exactly. Like if you look it's on, it's been there. Like Domino's as well. I used to they used to track Domino's. <laughs> If you look on the back of any bit of food, like just looking at the dog treats there, like the only thing about Domino's is they they track it as per slice. Right, yeah. So they so work like, out how many slices in like a large. Yeah. I'd be like, God. <laughs> um, doesn't got much on this. This this is dog treats with somebody. But like, what the thing that I was that reminded me of it is like any food, like whether it's like a fucking Snickers bar, a loaf of bread. Or even a bloody protein shake mix. It's got ash in. It's got the um, the calories and macros on the si- on the side of it. But even then, companies are allowed ten percent leeway, mm. aren't they? Mm. So they're all labels are wrong anyway. All wrong, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as it's like in the right ballpark, then yeah. you're probably not going to go far wrong. I just think it's like an it's an interesting conversation, and I think that obviously. People who've had so here's a question for you then, like thinking on that, if this would have happened back then, would you have back when you were like had like a bit of an eating eating disorder, would you have thought that that was like a fucking terrible idea, or would you have been buzzing because you know how much you can eat? I don't know, because like back then I was I was almost afraid afraid to, fucking to go touch eat, anything. eat anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I don't know if I would have changed. Cause like it was a few years into it that until I discovered they gave a fitch macros and mm. all that kind of thing, so I don't know if I would have changed much. That makes sense. Maybe I wouldn't have like. So I used to go out, but I used to like. Go and think, oh, like fuck it, eat. I have have what I want. Yeah. It'd be a cheat day, <laughs> cheat meal. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to try and sort of get back into that that headspace because mm. it was. It, you probably don't. Ten years ago, really want to think about it either. Re- like really. Because why would you? Yeah, I mean, I barely used to eat out. I used to always make it myself or mm. you know, food scale, weigh it all out, make sure it was all... Legit. Mm. Yeah. Maybe I had the macros there as well, maybe. I might have might change my mind. I'd be like, okay, I can eat these places. Mm. Just pick like the highest protein option or like the lowest <laughs> yeah. fat option. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That's hard to say, would have... Maybe, maybe it would have. Maybe it would have helped, helped me break, get, out of it, get out of it sooner. Giving you some context to yeah. things. Yeah. I think it's like, that's an interesting like sort of way to look at it because it can always look like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't agree with fucking much of what the government fucking does. But for this, as long as there's context behind it of like, okay, we're going to completely overhaul the way we teach kids about food in schools then I'm kind of, I'm in favor of that because so, something's got to change. 
something has to change. And I don't believe that that these have been put in place to sort of like trigger anyone with an eating disorder. Anyone who has an eating disorder, I do believe you should have access to the help that you need. Before I forget, do you know the Domino's Big Dip? Yeah. How many calories do you think is in one of them? About a thousand or something like that. Yeah, there's like 760 yeah, it's, it's fucking mental, that, isn't it? Like, like you, you get, domino, you get Domino's, you get all, all of a big dip as well. Like, that's like, pizza's already... That's like... A thousand calories. Like, like 1,500. Yeah. yeah. Check that on top, there's like a day's calories <laughs> yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking wild, that, isn't it? That's wild. Um... I think we talked about that last week. Like a large Domino's dip, they were like disgusted when I told them how much was in it. <laughs> yeah, like as as a point, like I think that this is it's gonna help more. Or I hope that it does um, help more people than it's gonna sort of uh, sort of shame or trigger. If that makes sense because if we look at like maybe numbers of people who who uh, have eaten disorders we probably estimate that it's somewhere in the region of like one to two million people in the UK roughly with a diagnosed uh, eating disorder and so if we double that number and take it to like two to four million people, which is obviously a lot of fucking people. Yeah, it's saying one, between 1.25 and 3.4 million people. Okay, so like if we look at a top-end thing that f- half the people who've got one haven't sought help. And 25% are males. Mm. Then... I reckon social media's got a lot to play into that as well, for yeah, like the, the, the female side. Mm. Well, for, for fucking both. And, and the men as well, yeah. Mm. Like, um, if if we look at that and say, okay, there's maybe five, six million people, half of them have been diagnosed with an eating disorder and the other half haven't. If we take that in the context of the whole population of the UK, which is what, like 70, 70 million, something like that, then that is like kind of, it's a minority thing and it's not the normal it's it's something that you need help with. Like, I believe that anyone with with any kind of disorder should get the like the help that they need. Let's not like <laughs> let's not fuck around and like something that I say be interpreted incorrectly. People who haven't got eating disorders but maybe want to learn how to figure out the nutrition a little better. What have we had in place in the past for those people? Like stuff like Weight Watchers, Slimming World, like shit like that. Are we supposed to rely on those forever? Because all they're doing, and it always comes back to this, the principles of methods. All they're doing is trying to stick to the principle of calorie deficits, which is what loses people weight. Now for a whole population of people, it's obviously going to generally be quite tricky to um, provide advice and guidance for them because everyone's different. Like, what works for me might not necessarily work for you. What works for you might not necessarily work for the other person. What works for the other person might not necessarily work for them. And so I think that 
with the you got to start somewhere to get things to change and if like putting if putting the numbers on a menu is going to help change it then surely that should be a good thing like surely people who've had an eating disorder in the past if they were more educated on nutrition in general the like the sort of the basic makeup of foods in the a calorie shouldn't be a trigger word like it just shouldn't that's kind of like saying currency is a trigger word or um fucking distance or mass is a trigger word it's the same thing <laughs> as funny as it might sound it's, it's the same thing you've got to measure it somehow and that's all calories are is like they're, they're literally just units of measurement if we can figure out a way to teach the masses like as in a mass population that and then obviously provide context behind it that each different food group provides different things for the majority of the time it might be that yeah you make up your meals of these foods and then the minority of the time you make up you're eating with these foods which are generally less inverted commas healthy foods I don't know I, th- I think it's like if if things are, if they're coming at it from that point of view then I think that that can only be a good thing because it it would probably have maybe helped prevent the stuff that you've gone through. I mean, I know people who've had eating disorders and it's not, it's not something that like would wish on anyone. We also have to look at the, the bigger picture of, okay, obesity is a real problem. We need to do something about it. Yeah. Cause I used to think what I was doing was, was healthy. It was mm. the right thing. Mm. <laughs> Looking back, it wasn't. And that, that's probably like, that's the opposite of the problem that this is trying to fix from like my, my like view of it. Um, yeah, no, it's a, it's an, in, it's an interesting discussion that I think obviously a lot of people are going to have varying opinions on it, which are all completely valid, but we shouldn't overlook the, um, like the basic makeup of food that most foods are going to have some kind of calorie value and they're then going to be made up of three of the macronutrients like that it's it it literally is like it's that simple sometimes i think that because it's so simple it can be hard to like fully grasp that that's all it is Mm. um and obviously taking uh, taking out the um, the population of people who struggle with an eating disorder it's like yeah you should have access to help to fucking figure out what's going on what's causing it and how to fix it like how to get you a, a healthy a healthier uh, version of yourself um, and how how to develop a better relationship with food. Um, yeah, I just I, I I feel like that's like it's it's worth talking about, and it's worth um, it's worth what's the word I'm looking for? It's worth emphasizing, like 
the, the, the simplicity of the reality of what nutrition is. <laughs> like, it can be complicated, but for the most part, it doesn't need to be. Yeah, like Ryan Scott with Fitch Macros, I was like, this, this can't be right. Mm. Can't, can't be this easy. Like, yeah, because it seems too good to be true. Yeah, like, like, this, this, I can't. I remember the first thing I had, I was sat on the sofa, I had one of those little tubs of, I think, Hagen dars I was like, so I can have this and still hit, hit my targets. Uh, that was like, no turning back then. I was like, <laughs> yeah. well, this is living, boys. <laughs> <laughs> but like, f- finding that on, what was it? I think it was like, the Simply Shredded forums or like, probably the forums. And just seeing that, we looked, looked into it, I was like, Okay, this this could be. <laughs> this could I, be I'm, the I'm like I'm like ev- everyone's still doing it. Like <laughs> these are all doing it. Like yeah. I was like this. Is a, may as well read into it for weeks, and then I was like, okay, it it, it works. Yeah. <laughs> Fully sold. Next, yeah, I had a mate who used to like have an eating disorder as well. I used to take like used to take, like ch- like boiled chicken and rice to like family barbecues oh, or yeah. to restaurants. Mm. <laughs> Oh, it's bad, isn't it? Like stuff, stuff like that. Because you, you essentially miss out on on life. On oh yeah, on 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 life. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that applying that eighty twenty rule would mean that a lot of people would be a lot healthier. We'd have a better relationship with food. We'd feel better. Like whether you choose to train the way that we do, but I mean that's one of the reasons why we train this way <laughs> and want more people to train this way because it means you can fucking eat more. <laughs> like, back when I was doing CrossFit, I, I just couldn't get enough food in. Yeah, yeah. So I, was just, I was still losing weight. I was like, I had to like change my training completely yeah. to actually keep weight to on. keep weight on. <laughs> I thought I'd enjoy it. Oh, like, oh guys are going up. I'm like, yeah. are they going to stop? <laughs> like, after every, um, after every rugby match, like, to like to obviously to keep weight on, um, I would have like a, a Mackey's just purely for like Big Mac meal with a large fries, large drink, about a thousand calories, and then usually have like a bacon cheeseburger with nice. that fucking business, mate. And then usually later on would probably have like a Domino's or something like that, because like if that's the minority at the time, like every Saturday for like what six months of the year. Yeah. Well, it's not really going to do that much if if you're accounting for it, and if you're you know obviously still still training like still training and it's happening after probably like a super intense eighteen minutes of rugby. So yeah, I I think that I do think that it's uh, it's a good thing with those caveats of excuse me. With those caveats of there does need to be context uh, behind behind it. What's going on, lad? Finally decided to make an appearance. Nice to join us, mate. Hello, yeah. Nice little snooze. <laughs> what do you think of calories? Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, a good example is, like, obviously, we're all people. We're not dogs no matter how much we might wish that we were dogs because they just fucking live the dream. If they can't eat it or play with it, they piss on it and move on. Eat food, go for walks. If your dog was putting weight on, and this is like a thing for 
going back to the start, taking a very simplistic view of things, if your dog was putting weight on, you'd start watching the amount of exercise that they were doing and the, the amount of food that they were eating. Just feed it less and move it more. Move it more, yeah. Like, those are very, it, it's very simplistic advice. And obviously, everyone's different. Everyone has, like, baggage. And so that advice, for all that is, that is, like, the principle, you can wrap that up in a variety of different ways and give it to different people. Like, similarly, if your dog was a fucking twig, you're like, okay, I'm running this dog a, a bit too ragged. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, um, it's generally how we should sort of see our own nutrition uh, and lives like because it's easy to forget that you're uh, only here once so you might as you might as well be as healthy as you can be and actually enjoy your life as opposed to coming up with excuses over different things yeah actually last night my, my cousin was at mine he, he got Domino's and he got like a free small garlic pizza bread so I go in, he was like, oh, here you go, have this. Yeah. I was like, right. sounds okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had that and I had my dinner as well. So I was like, yeah, I'm boy. Up free cheesy garlic bread. On him. Meat. Most awkward way of getting through, but we'll let you off. He's all right, he's got his toy now. Um, on Tuesday. When did, when did Liverpool play? Was it Tuesday? Tuesday. Um, I got home from. I get home from the gym. Well, I had to go. I had to go and pick. I had to go and pick Grace up. So I went to pick Grace up from me, mum, and dad because my dad had taken her home. Um, she reached out for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, mate, proper got proper got me right right in the feels. It did. Um, when I picked her up, um, got home. Jane had been in a spa all day. She was like, "I can't be asked cooking, can you?" And she was like, "No." I was like, when was the last time we had a takeaway? Like, probably about two, three months ago, something like that. Yeah. So, ordered a takeaway. Nice at the time. Like, big fuck-off Greek thing. Oh, nice. Business. Um, that's not every night. So, it's not like you order a takeaway every day. One, you're eating probably quite calorie-dense foods that are obviously going to increase your chances of building and retaining higher levels of body fat. But it's the first time in like two, three months that we've had a takeaway because neither of us could be asked cooking. We both trained that day. We both worked that day. So it's not really, it's not the end of the world. You both get in at like seven o'clock or whatever. The footy's on. I'm like, I can't be asked doing nothing. Can you? She's like, no. Yeah. So order take, a takeaway, take there's nothing wrong on. with it. Every now and then, and it's, I think, I believe that in a roundabout way, that's the sort of point that the context of having the calories on the menus is going to give, that, okay, you go out for food, but today, um, I'm not going to go wild, like, maybe next week, or the week after, I'm going to have two weeks of, like, eating super healthy, super, like, within line of the progress that I want to make, like, whether it's in the gym or whether it's just aesthetically, or whether it's just, like, in the way that you feel. And then I'm going to have, like, bloody dominoes, uh, a big fat Greek, all that kind of stuff. And so if that context is applied to 
the numbers on the sheet, then sound, I'm all for it. There's every Friday's curry night for me. Business. We have a Friday fake away where uh, instead of ordering one, you make, make one. one. Yeah, you make it. Like, all right, it takes a little bit longer. You have to put a little bit of effort in, but it's a lot more satisfying. And you know that you can fit it. Well, me and Jane, we both track our calories. It's easy to track, isn't it? You know what's yeah. gone in, you know how it's cooked. Exactly. So it's, it's pretty straightforward. And generally, you know, the day after you've had like a takeaway, you generally feel quite sluggish and slow. I think I mentioned that to you on Wednesday, didn't I? Like, like, all, the, all the salt in it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like on Wednesday, uh, we were training and uh, I was just like moving like a bag of shit, which is not necessarily, uh, it's not necessarily out of the ordinary. <laughs> but wasn't moving particularly well. And I mentioned, oh shit, yeah, I had like a takeaway last night, so feel a little bit bloated, can feel this wrap is like sitting here. <laughs> but it's because it's not all the time. Yeah, like on Sunday, I had like a blatant Mother's Day, you know, Chinese. But like, you know, straight afterwards, I was like, everyone was sleepy. Like, yeah. I was sleeping, I was like, <laughs> Monday morning I woke up, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Full on coma. Yeah. So yeah, on the whole, calories on menus, good thing as, with the caveat of as long as there's context and as long as there's more stuff to be administered. Yeah, as long as it's in the sides are like calories, mm. like 700. Yeah. Like what's it? What's, what's in those calories? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the, what's the breakdown? Mm. I think that's, um, that's definitely a good thing. Um, obviously, like say, with that, with that extra context and with the potential for, um, <laughs> and with the potential for uh, more education for people in schools, I think that that is it's definitely a good thing uh, because then everyone would be on a level playing field, and it would obviously throughout the pandemic we were all going on about how, how much we love the NHS and if that's true then we should work towards minimising, we should work towards controlling what we can control and minimising the potential effect that our lifestyles can have on the strain levels of the NHS and I think that's like fair enough really yeah I think that's probably a pretty good uh, pretty good uh, place to end the serious chat <laughs> and just find out how your uh, first horse today is done I'm down, down. <laughs> <laughs> so if you know anything about horse racing you know it's the Grand National this weekend um, on Saturday it's actually Thursday so I think it's called it's called uh, Liverpool Day or something like that yeah, Liverpool Day. Um, but I'm pretty sure they've changed the name. It's called something like Festival Day now, which it's it'll always be. I think I think it, it changes depending on who's like sponsoring it. Yeah, right. Okay. I think like cause now it's like the Radox Grand National or something like that. The Radox Grand National. Yeah. Right um, yeah. Shout out to the horses. You're the real heroes. Like a few years ago, it was like Crabby's Grand Crabby's National. Grand National. Yeah. Have you ever tried that? It's it's all right. It's Gin- not Ginger great. Ale, Ginger Ale. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's all right. It's not the best. It's also it's not the worst. Stick to me whiskies. 
Joe going the national, aren't you? You've got your suit sorted. Yep. That's why you've had the ears lowered, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a bit snug, but, you know. Got to look big in the suit. <laughs> Any tips? Nope. No. <laughs> you don't want to res- be responsible for losing your own money and other people's. Yeah, just... <laughs> Don't don't gamble, kids. That's, that's don't, my tip. Don't back the favourite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do everything each way, and then at least you've still got some kind of chance of winning. But yeah, uh, I think I that's got, like I was trying to figure out like if he if he did like say like a few horses each way, would you end up either would you end up making money or, or would you still just even. like lose? Yeah, it depends, doesn't it? Like. If you did like a couple of like each way accumulators, I mean I'm no expert. I, think, I don't I think really fucking the, the horse that won the um, the last race, the two twenty, he was fifty, he was fourteen to one. Mm. Whereas he's still running now. And he no, he, he's he, in he, that he bag won. of old in streets. Oh no, there who won? Five still. Oh, I'm, I'm getting. I think I'm on the wrong race. Yeah. Still down then, yeah. No, yeah, I'm still down. Yeah. <laughs> My first horse finished fourth. Bastard. Yeah, so don't, don't, don't always go for the favourites. That's mm. my advice. That, it still <laughs> won't pan out, even if you don't. <laughs> yeah. don't. Don't back the favourite. Never back the favourite. Uh, unless you've got anything else you want to talk about, uh, I think that's a pretty good place to... Uh, Everton going down. <laughs> oh, this is a conversation. Okay, maybe it's not a great place to end the podcast. Maybe after this. Okay, I've got a theory about this. So Everton got beat three three two last night. Was it? I think it was. Uh, yeah, three two two. I think it was two one. By the time I fell asleep, it was two, two one just just inside the second half. Yeah, something like that. Um, my theory about this uh, that I've shared with quite a lot of my fellow Reds is that. Obviously, if you know, last time Everton won anything was 96 or 95, sorry. Um, So them, along with Oldham, are the two teams that haven't won a trophy in in that amount of time. (laughs) My theory about this is if Everton get relegated, which I don't think they will, they always find a way to, like, to get out of it, like it's almost like, like we need to tell, we need to like, need to redeem ourselves for the shit show that we've been for the majority of the season. And I do, I do still think that they, that they'll get out of it. But if they don't, and if they do get relegated, right? My theory is, they'll go down, and they'll come straight back up. But rather than winning the league or finishing the playoff spots, they'll come second. So they still won't have won a trophy. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 what do you think? I mean, I, I hope you don't go down. Mm. It'd be be a bit shit without a derby, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. It'd be bad, bad for the city. Because mm. like, mum used to work in tourism, so she's mm. always like, oh, "I'll be terrible for the city." Yeah. But then I'm also thinking, actually, it could be good because obviously in the championship they play more games, more games per season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> But then obviously they get in that new stadium on the docks, so that could it'd, be, it'd be a shame being like a brand new stadium for a championship yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So it could, it could, could pan like, out um, either way. End up like like when Leeds, or whatever, like they went down, 
and then they just kept going that, didn't they? Yeah. And then happens, happens to a few, back few up again, like, teams. Yeah, you think of off the top of my head, like Middlesbrough, um, like Sunderland. Yeah, Sunderland, Wigan. Wigan, yeah, Wigan. Bloody hell. Cause Derby, they, they, Derby, sorry, aren't they in the Championship? Or are they? I think they're in the Championship now, but I think they went down, they went down to like League One or something like that, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They can go, they can and they, they were on the cusp of, um, of uh, going down at like the start of the season, I think. Yeah. And uh, Rooney fucking sorted them out. Yeah, I think I'd... I'd I've seen before, like I think I was lose a derby and men them them staying up. <laughs> yeah. But would you we lose the derby and come second in the league? No. No. They <laughs> yeah, they've got to get relegated. Yeah, they can go down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, they can go down, we can win the league. Yeah, I'm 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 all for that. I'm all for that. Yeah. We can win the quad. The quad, yeah. Imagine if that happens. Imagine how unbearable we'll become if if that happens. Even more unbearable. It'll be remembered even more, won't it? Like we won't, we'll be on the quadruple. Evan got relegated. <laughs> yeah. in the like same the, season. The, what's the fucking thing for fives? I don't the, know, yeah, the five ruple. The the holy grail, I'd be. <laughs> <laughs> we won four and went down. Ridiculous! Ridiculous. It wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be the same when like no no derbies in the se- in the season. Mm. I think if they did if they did get relegated, I do feel like they would come straight back up because they'd be. What had happened is all the fucking journeymen that it depends who stays and who goes. Uh, yeah, yeah. But what I think would happen is um, a lot of like the the academy players, they'd step up because you know like the like the local lads who proper love the club and all that. They like they'd step in lads who'd like fucking run through a brick wall for the team like. And I think that's something that's been missing a little bit from Everton is that they've not really got any any ball. It's maybe there's maybe things where like Van der Beek joined Everton. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to Newcastle because I don't want to be in a relegation battle. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, like, oh, ridiculous. Spoke too soon. Huh? Ridiculous. But yeah. Um, Hopefully Everton don't go down. Hopefully we win all of all the trophies, uh, and hopefully you uh, win some money in the horse racing. Hopefully, yeah. And uh, yeah, see, see, I've got all my my bets now. Just in this race, I've got Corn Flated, Bristol Demine, and Clan the Elbow. Those are just words to me. Names of horses. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's a good spot to to finish off. So hope you've enjoyed it. If you agree with any of the points that we brought up uh, in the podcast, let us know. If you disagree with them, let us know and let us know why. Um, and yeah, see you next week. Bye.